gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, animals with four legs, animals with one tail, and <laughs> leprechauns. Welcome to the show. It is the day before the Feast of St. Patrick, and I am Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector, and I have a silly hat on. So if you're only listening, I'm, I'm sorry, you can't see the hat. So next time, check us out on Facebook, Talking Alternative Broadcasting. This is your professionals and animal lovers show pals as we like to call it and what are we trying to do here i will introduce my co-host and our guest just shortly but what are we trying to do we're here to amplify the message that the bond between animal lovers is incredibly strong it all sort of comes out of i, I was telling this story valerie the other day to somebody actually i think it was just yesterday about the name tag at the networking event and our friend chris with the, it said surfing wow. and dogs and it all sort of comes out of, of a, a, a meeting that Valerie ran, Valerie Heffron, my co-host, and really the visionary behind this mission, what we're doing here. But Valerie had a networking meeting. And instead of saying, like, on this person's name tag, my name is Chris, and I am a CPA, or my name is Tommy, and I sell health benefits, <laughs> it said two or three things that that person was about, two or three things that person was passionate about. So picture this. You're in your attic doing a radio show and the Long Island Railroad drives by. There it is. So picture that. Do you remember when Sophia used to say, picture this, Sicily, 1927. Do you remember that from the Golden Girls? Yeah. I just, that's what I think of sometimes. I say, picture this. So, so picture this. Valerie's running this networking meeting and these people have these tags on, but they're saying what things are about them things they're into so these people would have instant rapport like oh you're into dogs or oh you surf or you surf with dogs or you have a dog who surfs or whatever combination was <laughs> going on or you know oh so so you like ice cream i remember being in one of those events with you val and we i end up like riffing for like 30 minutes with a couple of guys talking about ice cream and the best way to make an ice cream sundae and like i didn't care what those guys did nor did they care what i did we were like connecting over ice cream not literally uh -huh. So, yeah, it was that's one of the best I, events. Why am I saying these words? Explain that. It was one of the best events, like ever. And and we did it multiple times after that because of the feedback. But here's the deal: like for that particular CPA who is somewhat of an introvert, walking up to complete and utter strangers and trying to strike up conversation doesn't come naturally to him. It doesn't come naturally to a lot of people. Like not everyone's like us, Tommy. <laughs> now, but, I just came from a luncheon, okay, at Terrace on the Park at the Queen's Chamber of Commerce. And I was like, oh my God, I forgot how frigging good I was at this. It's been, <laughs> it's been- You so are, you are, you're an absolute like, natural. I'm not good at most things, but that like that particular thing, like I was yeah. in my element. I was like, oh, I'm back. Like I was told, and it's fun and it's yeah. fun for us, but there are people who I had another um, customer, ironically, she was, uh, she's in bookkeeping. So maybe it has something to do with finance. I don't know, but <laughs> no, but um, she also told me once that she went to one of my events and she couldn't get out of the car. She was like white knuckling it the entire time. And I talked her through it. I invited her to this kind of an event and she put down, get this baking and dogs and the thing the most awesome thing that in my mind came out of those events but not only that the people that struggled with you know breaking the ice now were were had people coming up to them show me a picture of your dog i want to see why because for obvious reasons it wasn't about it was like i'm in my element like i want right. to talk about this thing called baking or dogs right like right and you now ask me that and i'm gonna light up about it because right. it's cool and I dig it. And then I forgot because I'm 20 minutes into a conversation that I'm shy because right. I'm not anymore because I'm opened up. Right. Like yeah. I, a lady with the white knuckles, like I've told you this before, one out of 50 times I get like that walking into a meeting. And I know if that happens to me and that sucks. And sometimes I don't even go in, I'll leave. But mm. like, I can only imagine what it's like for somebody who regularly feels that way. Right. And so the thing is, is that, I did this to try to help people become comfortable and it, it worked, but then, cause this is just like the universe, it ended up helping me in the long run. Because when I started talking to you about that, knowing that half the room had something, some animal related thing on their name tag, 
Then I took that and I said, let's do an animal, like a pet loving professionals event. So anyone who owns a pet, who loves pets, who loves animals can come and network with other pet lovers. And then because of that, now we have the show. So let's do that. So we want to get Stacey in this conversation, but all that to give you guys context, like as if you have never been here to this show before, which is possible. If you've never checked in with us, that's the thing. I'm going to read it right off of the website. We want to support one another in business by building a compassionate network together so that everyone wins. Especially the animals. What's up, Phoebe? (laughs) Stacey, that one's the one that got you. That's Phoebe, right, Val? That's Phoebe. All right. So that uh, voice you hear is, is Valerie Heffron. That other voice you hear is our friend Stacy Fishman, which I got to put a quick joke out there because what else would I be if it wasn't silly? I'm looking, I mean, look at me, look at this hat. Here's the thing. Stacy Fishman, you're into the cats. I don't get it. You should be into fish. <laughs> okay. You're into both. Okay. <laughs> I hope they're chuckling out there. <laughs> I hope somebody's laughing at that. Stacy, welcome to the show. We welcome, Stacy. We're so excited you're here. I have a whole bunch of stuff to read about you. I'll touch on it somewhat. But I, before I even give some of your background, how did we all connect? I don't know if I if I remember. Oh, I know. Did you take it away, Val or Stacy? Whoever. I'll let Val I'll just, take it. Okay. Thank you. I'm dying. I'm dying to do this shout out because so we have a fan. I've never physically met her. But prior to launching this show, she's I know her through Facebook because she's a big animal advocate and a huge animal lover. So shout out to Vivian McShane. And I won't say the town where you're from, but it's South Shore, Nassau County. And she just reached out to me and said, I have someone who would be fantastic for your show. And she's she's an author and she writes children's books and it's all about animals. And I was like, done. So anyway, I'm pretty sure she's watching. Hi, Viv. We love you. What's up, Vivian? We love you. So, so Stacy, welcome to the show. I just want to have a, I have something to add to that. Please do, and then and then I'll just read some some background on you so people know who yeah. you are. But but yeah, please. So Vivian and I, um, we shared some feral cats. She's uh, so I have rescued two of the siblings of her cats, and I was fixing. I fixed the the daddy, and she's got the mama. So she's almost like an in law. My cat-in-law. Yeah. <laughs> yes, uh, related that way, yeah. Mm-hmm. This, this is it, but this is it. We want to support each other. And then you build these relationships, right? With yes. other people that, you know, I mean, it's, there's a, I guess, you, you two might disagree with me, but I guess there's a limitation on how many cats you can actually take in. So sometimes <laughs> you need, to, Valerie might disagree. I don't know. Although I think <laughs> you did say on a show recently, you might be at max capacity of, of bringing animals in. Is that true? For or, now. For now. now. For now, <laughs> right. Yeah, nothing's forever, right? You know, <laughs> I said to somebody at lunch before, I said, you know, the only thing consistent is change. And I thought that was really fun, but somebody probably made that up. I probably can't take full credit for it. I probably heard it somewhere. So <laughs> here's what I want to read real quick. Who is this woman, Stacy Fishman? She's an author, an educator, a cat and animal advocate. Through her books and her speaking engagements, she's also an artist, performer. She speaks about inspiring kindness to animals with a focus on the feral and stray cat community. Now, we're going to hear a lot about books today, books that, that Stacy has written, and the first book I think we'll talk about is Sammy's Tale. And Tail, T-A-T-A-I-L, is an acronym. Tolerance and Animals Inspire Love. We love wordplay. We love acronyms. Tolerance for Animals Inspire Love. Stacy, tell us your story. I see. I know you got the signage there. You got books to show us. We were just trying to make a deal before the show about somebody in my world that maybe could sing some of the songs for the cats. It's not going to be me or I, I would probably try out like, you know, like American Idol. I would try out. So <laughs> Stacy, welcome to the show. How are you? Hi, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Yes. It's all about um, education and getting the word out. Um, should I tell you how this all started for me? If you like to know. Yeah. Let's start at the beginning. So I've got a very nice friend, Margaret, and she was feeding cats outside. And I've always been an animal lover. We had a kitten when I was a child, but my brother was allergic. But lo and behold, um, I found out I'm allergic too. (laughs) So um, anyway, so I see this black cat outside and um, I'm thinking, well, I can feed this cat. I can do what Margaret's doing. 
So I started to feed this black cat outside and she let us touch her. So she wasn't so feral as not have human contact. Mm -hmm. I didn't know till later that she was an actual purebred Bombay cat, which is not that many in the whole United States, about 150. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, I just, you know, we were petting her outside. I started to educate myself. I tried to find out if we should, you know, trap her, make sure she's fixed. She didn't have any clipped ear. I learned about the clipped ear from trap, neuter, and release program. Yeah, let's talk about that. What does that mean? Some people might not be aware of the clipped ear. So trap, neuter, and release is, you know, a lot of um, townships or people in the community can help people. If you've seen cats outside and you're feeding them or you know someone else is, make sure that they have a left ear that's clipped. So the left ear is clipped um, to be blunt. So if you look at a picture of Bettina, you see it's clipped. It's not as pointy. On her left ear, yeah, okay. Yeah, same with Sammy. So, um, and I also, Freddie has got a really good one. That's a really good one to see. So oh, you can yeah, see yeah, the clipped yeah. ear. No point there, yeah, so it's a big so, yep. so when they're outside, a trapper knows not to re-trap a cat and fix them again. So they know not to trap that one, it's been fixed. So a lot of times people, it helps create awareness and people, you know, will um, hopefully get them fixed if they're feeding them because that prevents more homeless cats on the street. So this way they're not more kittens being born and kittens get sick and there's, they're not healthy or things happen. And so you have more cats dying. So it's really not a great life for them if we can limit how many you know, that we have being born on the street. So, so, so that's the objective. Just to interrupt. Yeah, I mean, like, that's the idea. So we're going to feed this animal. Let's feed it, but at the same time, cut down on the unfortunate birth of more animals. I mean, not unfortunate birth, but you both know what I'm saying. And hopefully yeah. our listeners know. I don't mean... Homeless I mean, animals. Yeah, homeless animals. We make more homeless, homeless animals. Get right. we, we need to reduce... Uh, you know, the, there's a huge overpopulation and the they're called unwanted litters. Now, it doesn't mean that people don't want kittens, but what it means is the mama doesn't want to get pregnant three times a year. And then, you know, a lot of times these kittens don't make it. They get sick, they get fleas, they get run over. Yeah, we talked about in the winter times, they're, they're, there's predators, you know, it's, it's a very terrible life for feral, outdoor feral cats. So we, we really, there's no shortage of cats and kittens. We really need to come together as a community and put a dent in, into the unfixed population. Yes. Yeah. So Stacy, we're going to go to, a, we're going to go to break in a sec. So I don't want to get you too deep into this next part of the conversation, but I will tell you, we've had a lot of folks come on here that, that are talking about this problem. You know, our, yeah. shout out to our friend E from Ridgewood rescue, you know, out in Queens and, and, uh, you know, and, and um, our friend, the, the attorney whose name escapes me right now, helped me out, Val in Florida, who adopted or Heather Malpe yeah. fostered like 80 cats during the pandemic. And, you know, we have a lot of stuff about cats and, and we're here to do a couple things. And, and I'm here to learn. You know, yeah. we're also here to educate and we're also here to advocate. And that's what this show Before is. Before we go to break, I yeah. just want to mention and shout out to Renee Kraft because she's a local. She, she We had her on the show. She traps and she made a commitment in honor of Betty White's would have been 100th birthday to TNR 100 cats. And she did it. She did. She did it. <laughs> she did 107. I love it. I love it. 107. I love that. I love that. Vivian McShane checking in on Facebook. Hey, Viv, what's going on? Thanks for the intro. All right. Listen, <laughs> this is your professionals. I'm Lover Show. We do have to go take a quick break. 90 seconds and we'll be right back. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy. And I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. 
you on edge? Hey, we live in challenging, edgy times, so let's lean in. I'm Sandra Bargeman, the host of The Edge of Every Day, which airs each Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live with me and my friends and colleagues as we share stories and perspectives about pushing boundaries and exploring our rough edges. That's The Edge of Every Day on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Professionals and animal lovers show. Did Some you notice out. the baton switch? I have a different tail in front of me. I see you have another cat. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I'll get, <laughs> I'm still sharing my screen, but I, as soon as, don't go anywhere. Who is that, Phoebe? That's not Phoebe. It's Buffy. It's Puffy now. Buffy. So, <laughs> Puffy. Check this. Puffy. I'll just say okay. I'll just say what's on the screen, and then you guys go back to the cat talk real quick. The swear jar has a little bit of dough in it, but the telling people about my cats when I wasn't asked jar has a bunch of dough in it. So that tells you about folks who are digging and who are into cats. Speaking of cats, Val, what's that on your lap there? Puffy decided to. It was interesting. Like there was a moment I thought they were going to brawl, but Phoebe was on my lap, and now she's not. And Puffy jumped in immediately. You hear her purring? Oh. So cute. Very nice. Oh, wow. Look at that. Look at it. Look at the color. Very nice. I love her. Wow. So how many cats are at your house, Val? Just two. Okay. How many cats are at your house, Stacey? Number four just came in two weeks ago. That's yeah. the one that when we were talking last week, is that the one that was down the basement kind of getting acclimated? She's doing better today. You know, uh, Vivian's been lovely to help me because I've been stressed out about it because she moans, but she's moaning less and she's now starting to get used to the whole basement and she's, she's being very, very vocal and she loves getting pet. And so I'm socializing her as much as I can. That's, That's to get great. her adapted from being a feral cat untouched to being touched and uh, then eventually introduced to the other cats who Bettina is very smart. She opens the door and goes down on her own to check it out. <laughs> yeah. I love a lock on the door and still she just jiggles it really good. And so they, and they're, they're so smart, right? Like they're so industrious. They'll just try different things to get what they want. Yeah. They're I, incredibly yeah. resourceful and they have the most amazing survival skills. What's funny is I haven't figured it. I think it's Phoebe, but one of them is a cat burglar over here. Yeah. See these earrings that I have on? These earrings they're my favorite like costume earrings they i take them off sometimes and i leave them on the desk one day one earring is just gone and i'm like what the heck happened to my earring what i do with it you know and i'm searching everywhere roll the stamps suddenly gone you know like 15 stamps are left on the roll can't oh, find i it. bet you this is what happened i bet the you she mailed, she mailed that earring somewhere <laughs> That's what she and they steal the weirdest a hairband whatever i all of a sudden i found the stash it was underneath the love seat that's inside like the man yeah. cave whatever well what and is that they, are they just like collect like what do you like you guys know I like toys it's like yeah. Toy with stuff yeah yeah i remember when hey, I was, Stacey, sorry oh, well, maybe i can show you sammy she won't yeah, like it but sammy. i can show you sammy in real life because no one gets sammy. to see her sammy get sam get <laughs> Did I get no Sammy? Pressure, no pressure. Pain. I don't want them to be unhappy. Would you like to? It's up to you, Stacy. Okay, hold on a second. I'll get Sammy. So I'll, I'll tell this story. Like when I was a kid, I had this friend and, and she had cats, and they used to like throw like little pieces of aluminum foil. Like, oh, aluminum yeah. foil ball. Like is that a thing? Is that a big cat thing? I mean, they were like so much fun. That's they're first of all they're amazing hockey goalies. Hi. Oh my God, who's that? So uh, this is Sammy. No one will ever see Sammy in real life. So oh. This is Sammy. She's started oh. it all. Hello. She's a Bombay cat. She's got a little pug nose. She lost oh. some vision in one of her eyes because yeah. of the herpes virus wasn't treated. Oh. She wasn't, she was, she was in a house. She was dumped. She was bred. She's very tiny. She's only like eight pounds. Very small female. Hey, she's so good. So tell us that story and tell us about the book. I mean, how did you, how, she was the how first How did I start one. the book? Yeah, she was the first well, one to ask you, right? 
Well, yes. So she was outside and, you know, I took her to uh, the town of Hempstead. I found out it was a free TNR. She was already fixed and they clipped her ear anyway. Even though I said, I'm bringing her in, they go in or out. There's no, it's not good to let cats out if they're in your house because people like TNR people don't know if they belong to somebody, you know, also the bird population gets reduced and also they could have a shorter life being outside. They can get people might not, you know, like them. This cat had a pellet gun bullet I removed from behind her head. Oh my God. So I worked with some shelters. I decided to bring her in and educate myself. I wanted to, I felt responsible to make sure she was happy. I felt responsible for this life. So I educated myself about animals, all animals, cats, especially, and you know, how I can make her happy and figured out what her breed was. Okay, just a minute. We have a tolerance issue here. So hold on. <laughs> okay, say goodbye, Sammy. Sammy, thanks for visiting with us. We understand you might be camera shy. It's okay. okay. Go ahead, go back to bed. I'm camera shy too. <laughs> I, I totally understand. It. I'm very out of my element right okay, now. Okay, thank you, Sammy. Good girl. They hmm. understand everything I say. You know, they all sit for me, all my cats. They'll in the morning they go to their place. And when I say sit and stay, they do. And they're pretty good. But Tina will give you a kiss if you come over. And uh, if you give her a treat, that is. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's on my YouTube, her sitting and giving kisses and things like that. So because she had the pellet gun bullet behind her ear, I went to the shelters and I said, we've got to put posters into all the veterinary hospitals and in the vet's office and, and tell people not to hurt these cats, that they shouldn't be doing things to them. I mean, to remove this bullet from behind her ear. And, you know, she doesn't like sticks to this day. She's got a bit of PTSD and uh, she's really adaptive. She's in her bed now. So she knows no one hurts her. I had to get her used to not hiding under the bed, you know, so she had a tough time outside, the poor thing. Of course. You know, we, we, you know, my husband saw her eating pizza and said, that's the cat for me. He likes, <laughs> she likes Italian. <laughs> so, so I decided to, well, I went, uh-huh, I'll write a book. What can I do? And they said, you have to teach the children, adults you can't teach. I'm hoping adults will, you know, learn, but some of them don't. I was you know, going to say, Stacey, and it's, it's not to sound negative, but I don't believe that the people who need um, an education and need to become more compassionate are in the veterinarian offices anyway. You know what I mean? Like people yeah. who are there, they're typically there to care for their animals. And clearly if someone's shooting an animal with a pellet gun or BB gun, they're most likely not gonna be a responsible, you know, pet owner bringing their animals in for like a wellness check or something. You no, know, Val though, it could be but, sometimes it could be just dumb kids doing something silly. Like I remember, you know, People in my world as a child would, you know, would have like BB guns and would do stupid things, never to a cat, mm -hmm. but certainly I saw them shoot squirrels like, you know, like, or mm -hmm. I actually don't think I've ever seen it, but I've. They put cats in boxes and what shoot is, at them. I'd see, that sucks. That's just. I mean, but it's not just about that. It's about, they don't like them in the yard. So I know someone whose neighbor took cats and trapped them and took them out east, which is like killing them you know, or they poison them. Yeah, I've heard it's like- a, It's not guy. just about the bullet gun. It's yeah. about, right. I don't want them in my yard. I don't care. They're doing stuff in my yard, get them out. And they're not realizing someone is feeding them or someone is feeding them and not fixing them. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, like I've heard terrible things and I'll just bring this one story up. I remember I was attending bar in this place on Long Island and this couple, we became very friendly and they told me the story about their dog. And their neighbor didn't like the dog and put like antifreeze out. And I get Oh my God. Heard that I didn't want to say that because I didn't want to educate people no, on how again, to poison I, an I, animal. You know what, Stacey? Nobody, <laughs> this, is, this is not the anarchist cookbook here. You know, nobody's yeah. coming here for this. The people come into this show because they want to do the right thing. You know? oh, okay. We I always worry about that. <laughs> yeah, but again, I, I mean, they'll find that on another podcast. This is not yeah. the show. You know, we get the people who are compassionate and want to make a change yeah. and want to be part of the difference, not, you know, yeah. but I, but that was like a tragic situation and, and, and they couldn't, once they had found out, I think there was nothing they could do for this dog. It was just, it was well, kind of. Well, that's why, and I, I, I need to um, jump in because this is one of the reasons why this show is so important and so, in my mind, powerful. Last week or two weeks ago, whenever Andrew Weprin was on with Barbara Melly last, last week. Last week. Okay. And we were talking about how to get a bill uh, even considered, uh, you know, to be passed into law. 
And um, they were educating us on that because I had mentioned that there was an incident that happened in Long Beach um, that involved a woman leaving her paralyzed dog inside of a van in the dead of winter. And she was sleeping in a nice hotel room and she got busted by the cops. But the judge who I know wanted to throw a huge penalty at her. He wanted, you know, jail time, everything. The law does not allow for it. So he, the maximum penalty was a couple hundred dollars and I want to change that law. So because of this show, another animal advocate who we know uh, called me up a couple of days later and said, I just listened to your show. I want to let you know there is a bill. It's called Bella's Bill. And it has to do with uh, strengthening, uh, you know, a lot of these laws and repercussions if someone breaks them. So this is why this show to me is, is so amazing because the ripple effect is happening every single time we bring an issue to light. So we're out here for more than just fun stories and anecdotes and so that I can hold my cast up to the camera. We're out here to make a real change. And I believe this is happening. It is. And I found something on this Bella's bill, animal, animal, <laughs> animal legal defense fund. Uh, I think I need to vet it out real quick, but like during commercials, make sure it's legit what we want. Cool. Um, but then I'll, and I'll share it on Facebook, but yeah, just to kind of high five you on that, of course, like that's what, that's what we're high five. Like, that's what we're doing. Like, that's the thing of this whole show is like, uh, uh, you know, this wasn't even a thing in August of last year. And now it's a thing that's making impact. But like, if you look around the room you're in, nothing was ever a thing until it came out of somebody's mind. Yes. Right? So it's creating. Yeah. That's what we're doing is creating. And it. actually, I'm going to jump in again, Stacey. I'm sorry, but this is this is for you. And I can't wait. When we come back from the next commercial break, we're going to dive in further about your books. But this is something I also wanted to spread. Um, right now, as we all know, inflation is very real. Gas prices are up. Food prices are up. I don't have to go into all of it. But my thought is, you know, if you have someone's birthday coming up or, you know, if you have like an event that a, a gift is uh, called for, you want to give someone a gift, somebody bought a house, whatever, please consider patronizing these people who run businesses, own companies, have products, have services who are compassionate to the animals. I mean, it's so easy to, I get it, hop in your car or go online and order a Target gift card. I understand. But if you were to consider thinking about things like an author whose children's books have a compassionate message, you know, the candles from Doggone Candles that uh, $5 for every purchase goes to an animal rescue. You know, there, there's so many. Pizza from Reno's. Oh my God, everyone loves it. And he does so much for the animals. Did you know he puts lost pictures of lost animals on his pizza boxes? I did not know that, but if, did I tell you that after you sent me that pickle pizza for my birthday, we mm -hmm. now, because you sent me a regular, I don't know if I said it on the show, shout out to Reno, DeMaria, Joanne's Gourmet Pizza right here in Long Island, Nassau County, and I never had pickle pizza before, my buddy Nicole, who mm -hmm. very <laughs> family, she had a slice of pickle pizza and she was saying, we were joking because my wife picked on us because we both enjoyed the pickle pizza. But the point of this story is, is there one, Tommy? I'm not sure. But the point of this story <laughs> is, is Valerie had sent me a regular pie too. And now we like go out of our way because again, this is Long Island. There's a pizzeria only next to every other pizzeria. I mean, this is, there's pizza everywhere, right? But everywhere. We, pizzeria happens to be maybe five miles from my house, maybe, right? So like that point is we go there now because the kids like that slice. Yeah, Let me know where that link is. I want to go there. We'll too. set you up. We'll hook you up. Well, I, Definitely. Listen, if you're into a pickle pizza thing, that's a whole thing. We'll have that. I do want to, We I think we're going to a break again, which is weird for me to, to even say. So <laughs> got to do that. But here's the thing. I'm looking on this website and it's ALDF.org, which stands for, come on, Tommy. Animal League Defense Fund. Thank you, Valerie. Established <laughs> in 1979. But listen to this. Some states have, come on. In Massachusetts, New Hampshire, and Pennsylvania, the maximum sentence is seven years in prison for willful and malicious cruelty to animals. Seven years, okay? In, in New York right now, a banker who stabbed his girlfriend's dog to death and tossed the animal in a garbage chute got 30 days in jail. That's what I'm saying. Uh, a Staten Island man who tortured his neighbor's cat and left him to die in a trash can, oh, while live streaming it. 
these people? Like 15 months in jail. I, I mean, 15 months in jail. It, it, I, I don't know if that it, it doesn't stop there. It yeah. graduates to children. Uh, it graduates up. They graduate. Yeah. Well, yeah, because if you're a killer and you're you have these mental health issues, it yeah, it's not okay. All right, we we gotta go to break because I'll get sick and this is your professional Zen on the Love Show. We're showing you real life here. I share that website on the Facebook, uh, the Facebook Meta. We'll be right back. This is Pals. Howdy, I am Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. Are you passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. So check this out. So Animal League Defense Fund, I got to shout out Vivian because she's saying some cool stuff on Facebook and it's relevant to what I'm talking about. It's also relevant to what our next part of topic of conversation is. But here's what I'm reading that the problem actually is, Valerie. And, you know, I, I'm not an attorney and I did not sleep at a Holiday Express last night, so I can't even pretend I'm an attorney. But I will say this. Um, currently, animal cruelty laws are located in New York's agricultural and markets law which we're being told is not the appropriate place to have serious crimes against animals. Uh, it, New York is one of only 13 states where these cruelty laws, laws do not fall under the penal code. So what I'm getting here from this is that that's the move. What, they're, what Bella's law is trying to do is move that, transferring those laws uh, under the penal code instead of this agriculture and markets law probably something historic about farms and how you kill chickens and cows and whatnot and that's how go ahead val quick and then i gotta say something else what do you got go i am so proud of you okay i just learned something from you yeah about this stuff you created an animal advocate oh, oh come Woo! on I'll, I'll stop it all right fine. i'm an animal advocate what do you think I do every Wednesday afternoon? You think I don't learn you, some of this stuff? You. <laughs> hey, Tommy. <laughs> you think this is for the big salary that Pals pays us every week? Is this why you think I'm here? Oh, my goodness. I'm going to cry. We got to get to Stacey's book. All right. So we got to get to Stacey's book, but we're going to do that right from. So Barry Heffron says, I'm here. Thank you, Barry. Thanks for being here. We appreciate you. Vivian McShane says, compassion has to change. Yes. Next line. Too much sadness in the world already. Animals are the innocent ones. People's hearts need to grow and learn. It's not important. Well, it, learn that it's important to be good. It's important to to what does it say here? To grow like the Grinch's heart. Yeah, like how he got like it was like because his heart was a couple sizes too small. If I remember the the book and the film, Stacy has great ideas in her books to teach the young. We need them to hear the true stories not cartoons growing up. 
I was a big fan of Thundercats, all right, Vivian? So I might disagree a little bit there. I don't know if you knew the show Thundercats. Great show. We could talk about it another time. Text me. I'll tell you about Thundercats. My favorite movie, Gay Paris, with Robert Goulet. Robert was Goulet. He, he sang he was a male cat. He, what, he was a cat in he what? In, in France. They were in France. Cats on the street in France. Get out of here. I never even... Old, old movie. Gay Paris. Gay Paris. We will find it now. I will... Gay <laughs> used to mean happy at that time. I, no, no, I know it did. It still does. It still does. <laughs> uh, uh, so let's do this. I Well, I will Google that movie. And Valerie, you conduct an interview while I find that. <laughs> well, let me, I just wanted to continue on something about, um, we were talking about Pelican and things like that and, and, you know, educating children and laws. One law I'd like to see is that every single animal that gets adopted out has to have a chip. This way, when the animal is dumped yes. or abandoned, you know at least who the first owner was. Yes. Know who chips her animals? Uh, our friend Regina, who was on the first ever episode of this show. One day we'll be saying that and it will be a thousand episodes of like, do you remember that first episode? And I'll have to come up to the attic with like yeah. a cane. But like, <laughs> it'll be, you know, um, when Reno was on the show, Regina made sure like all her animals before they leave Camp Happy Tales NYC, shout out, will, you know, get chipped. So there's a, that's important, Stacey. Yeah. I didn't chip Lucy uh, yet because I was waiting for my insurance to kick in. They cover it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so no, I have cat sense. insurance for all yeah. my cats. I think it's very important. This way, no matter what happens to them, I can afford it. I don't right. want to ever hear from me, you know, oh, that's too expensive. I don't think I want to do, you know, pay. I'll just put the cat to sleep or this. I don't want it. Everything yeah. I can do to help them is just like a human I want to do. Easy. So I need you to jump into we got to hear about, sorry, Val, we got to hear about these yeah. people because I'm worried. Well, that's why I'm, I'm, I want to, I want to also just, Stacy. one of the things that you had mentioned to me that I found really cool is the fact that you, you wrote these stories to be told from the lens of the animal. So it's a personified animal story. Yeah. I it's love from the cat's perspective. Yes. Well, from the cat's perspective. Yes. Um, I wanted to do it from Sammy's eyes and view so they could feel sympathetic to the cat and understand how they were cold. And they're talking about it. I'm cold. I'm lonely. I don't know what happened to me. I can't find food. Oh, there's a person there. Hmm. That person put some food down. I think I'll try it. Hmm. I think I like this food. And then the next thing, well, there's a little house for me. Maybe I'll try this little house. The backyard seems safe. There's no dogs here. And so just, you know, they can sort of relate, you know, to, you know, a cat that's not, you know, is, is alone and scared and they can sympathize. And then when I talk to the children, um, I've talked to schools. I, I also do girl talk to with Girl Scouts and give them a project to earn badges where they can go and volunteer or help out at a shelter or donate Aww. as a project after. You know, I'll even do birthday parties, whatever I can do to get the word out and also, you know, get these books out because I think they're very important. You know, I've donated a lot of them to the shelters who also use them for education when they're mm -hmm. when they're asked to. Um, so it's I think it's really important. And then the children really get a nice smile. And because Sammy lost an eye, I have in my logo a heart on the eye. So oh, when they come, they get that. Show us that. You were moving that board around. Do you mind showing us so we can get a, a better the one with her eye with the with the um well, the heart on the eye let me yeah. see if i have uh i don't want to drive you uh, crazy oh i don't know if you can uh, it's you on her website it. also Easy. we can see it yeah it's I, on the website it'll be tail, and that's sammy's tail.com ies at the end s-a-m-m-i-e-s tail.com i will share it yes. on facebook uh just want to i gotta check in i got I, i'm Stacey, give me one more second. Okay. I got to call out and say hello to our friends when they show up because we appreciate them supporting what we're doing here. So Tanya. Dibble rhymes with Bible. That's my line. Tanya Dible rhymes with Bible. <laughs> like in parentheses. I pause yeah. for the dramatic and you just kind of, you got to let me finish. Like I, you're not let, let me finish. I'm so excited. Shout out Barry Heffron. <laughs> Let me finish back. So here's the thing, you know, like Tanya's here checking in. She says it's a great perspective for the animals to be looking up because I could see my kids. <laughs> Tanya's laughing. I could see my kids like going, oh, I get it from the perspective. Oh my God, look at that with the heart on the eye. Yeah, check it out. You guys should be watching us on Facebook. And there's Sammy at the beach. 
on Long on, on Jones Beach. Is that field six? It looks like field six. Yeah, it is. I think it is. <laughs> and so I, I have to ask you also, did you ever write a book before or this was your first and this is your okay. So so as a, a new author, okay, I believe I told you this too. I wrote a couple of books and I am looking to get them published and um so long story short, I was wondering, would you recommend the avenue that you took to get published? And what was that? Like, are you self-published or how'd you do it? Yes, well, because I'm not a famous celebrity yet, if I go viral, that would be nice. Um, I cannot get a publisher. Usually it's very hard to find a publisher. There's some indie ones. Mm -hmm. So I self-publish and I also work with a wonderful lady that um, does help me and she she's an author herself and is an amazing person um, love her to death and she you know i just you know have her help me out with the publishing because i just don't have the bandwidth with for all the graphical stuff and things like that and my books are published on amazon so you did an illustrator you have this is the woman that you're well, talking about did illustration for you? Okay. Not illustration, but it's a process. Um, you can learn it to put it together on the um, Amazon, you know, publishing area, mm -hmm. or you can, you know, have someone help you or have someone train you. So there's a lot of options. And I decided I just, you know, I want to focus on my art, my writing. Um, I decided not to go with illustrations. I did some at first on my own. I didn't want an illustrator. I oh, wanted wow. it to be with real pictures. I know that publishers would also probably make you do illustrations. I find them all looking canned. Uh, I don't know how to explain it, but I like the fact that the real pictures and the children really like it. The response I'm getting is, you know, someone says, I know her, they want to come and see my cats. They love the real pictures. It's a little bit different. It's really reality. Well, it's and that's personal. what I wanted to show. Right. It's personal. I get it. Um, and, you know, when they, let's say they, they start following your Instagram or something, being able to see the real live, you know, pictures of, of Sammy and, and the other ones, Fred, Freddie and uh, Bettina. Bettina. I, 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 they're all named after family members. <laughs> Aww, that's so cute. That have passed away, so I can Aww. remember them. You know, when I, I have to say, well, I'll talk about Freddie after, and I'll tell you. Well, maybe I can tell you when I, when Freddie is my grandfather's name. He named, you know, I named him after my grandfather. My family was horrified. How could you name a cat after <sighs> this? You know, uh, after your grandfather. Blah blah blah. I'm like. Well, geez, he had a he had a restaurant named after him. What is the difference if I name the, you know, this way I remember him, and uh, you know, I think it's uh, in, in it's nice. a wonderful yeah. tribute. I mean, people name their children after their parents and stuff like that. So why not? Yes, I mean, so we all say there are fur babies. Yes, that's right, and they all have middle names and everything. So. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. all out. <laughs> all right, hold on, hold on, hold on. If they all have middle names, what's Sammy's middle name? It's Raquel. Sammy Raquel. All right. Yeah. And then Freddie. Oh, Freddie is Freddie Simon. So Freddy. he's Simon's named after I had a neighbor who had a dog and it was my dog. So Simon was like my lassie. And that's, uh, you know, I wanted to name after Simon. And um, Bettina's named after my grandmother, whose name was uh, Bessie, but it was, uh, it's all comes from Elizabeth. And I really like the name Bettina. And, and my father, you know, uh, her middle name is Leora. So Bettina Leora. I never thought about giving my animals a middle name. And now I feel like sorry. I, I, sorry, I Dr. To... B. Well, you probably will be giving your animals middle names in a little while. <laughs> and they are my children. And a lot of people say yeah. that even if they have children or don't have children, they're still your children too. You know, right. and, and cats do live a lot longer than dogs. They can live into their early twenties and the oldest living cat, I think, was 34 years of age. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, cats go way back. I mean, like, <laughs> at least, again, in my fantasy world of, like, seeing, like, ancient Egypt and stuff, like, cats were, like, venerated parts of society, you know, mm -hmm. back in, at least at when the, I've never actually seen a cave drawing, and I've never seen the pyramids, but I've seen pictures, and I see pictures of cats, and they seem like they made a big deal about they them. They buried them with them. Yeah, yeah. They mummified them. Mm -hmm. Speaking of wow. about cats, I did find it. It's gay purry. 
all right? Sorry. <laughs> okay, and Judy Garland was in this movie. That's right, that's right. right. And Robert Goulet and Red Buttons, Mel Blanc, who I, I recognize that name from- uh, Bugs Bunny. Right, exactly, from- Red Buttons, wow. Yeah, who knows? One heck of a cast. This is what this show is about. You it's have about- to see those movies, they're amazing. We're culturing you, we're advocating, we're educating, man, that's what this is all about. Yeah. Holy cow, I'm excited, I'm out of breath. <laughs> So, so we have to go when to break, we come back from break because we do have to take one. We're going to also jump into we need to always ask our guests how we can or anyone out there can possibly help help you help get your message out there and think of some good contacts that we can connect you with. Break. Okay. Yeah, break time. Join us every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern for the Mind Behind Leadership, where we focus on what leadership really means to us and to others. We have practical discussions with the CEOs of some of the world's largest companies, owners of small businesses, and experts in psychology and behavior to get that inside track, what to do, what to avoid, and what really happens. Join me, Graham Dobbin, at the new time, 4 p.m. every Tuesday for the Mind Behind Leadership, here live on talkradio.nyc. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy in Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Calling all pet lovers. Pet Avengers, assemble! On the Professionals and Animal Lovers show, we believe the bond between animal lovers is incredibly strong. It mirrors that bond between pets and their owners. Through this program, we come together to learn, educate, and advocate. Join us live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. at talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. professionals and animal lovers show and here's the thing a couple things i gotta mention uh just as we're coming back so valerie and i did this kind of thing like we do like this cross thing like for the pet avengers activate so it's kind of funny val like if we were part of the x-men you know you could be the advocate and i could be the connector and like that would be like our and we have to get those jumpsuits and the whole thing shout out to marvel if you're looking for some new superheroes We got you covered. Stacy. what do you want to be? Well, there's already a Catwoman. So what would you want to be in our in our Marvel Comics show? In the Marvel Comics show? Jeez. Yeah. Um, uh, well, I really like Superman. Super, super. So you could be super woman. Woman, I guess. There you go. <laughs> I, th- that's a good one. I. That's a question that was not in our prep. We didn't do any prep, really. So without, right. I, I totally just yeah. threw that one at you. So way to be ready for it. I gotta, Can I just say something more please. about the books a little bit? Yes, please um, do. So I just wanted to say that the pitch, the pictures in the books, as we discussed, are real. But in the back, there's information for adults. And animal lovers like the books as well. Because in the back, I do a thank you. And there's education and what you can do to help. Mm-hmm. And each book has a different theme. So this one, it talks about a cat that has special needs. So children that have special needs can relate to this book, as well as anyone that thinks there's something wrong with their body or something wrong with them. That's Sammy because of her eye, right? So you... That- well, Yep. Right, right. And, you know, she had, you know, been abused, but that's not really in the book too much. This one is a cat that is not a cat. She's a little girl. So she has examples of all the things she does. She has her own tablet. She does cat yoga. These are things anybody can try to do with their own um, cats and animals and dogs as well. I was in the vet and I said to someone, what, did you get a tablet for your dog? They didn't even think of it. You know, let your, ta- you know, get the games for your dog, let them use their brain. 
So through her example, but she's also teaches about speech for children that have you know problems speaking. They can repeat her expressions Ooh. and also gain confidence. So, I love that. I know. I know a speech. Uh, uh, I know a young lady who teaches um, speech pathology. And yeah. and actually, my question right now, Stacy, is um, prior to the show you had shown us that you have actually some sheet music in, in at least one of the books. And I love yes. that you're incorporating these multiple ways for people to, to learn something from. So you, is that in all of the books? There's a song or it's this? No. Okay. So this, this book, every book has something different. This book has the expression. So she walks around and she's still, Oh, Bettina, Bettina, I am, or smart. I am and clever. I am. So it, it's a boosting. And then she has a sound. Bettina talks with a trill and it goes and I know which each one means and you know you learn that so they can imitate her sound in the book as well. Aww. And then they can repeat her expressions and gain confidence and then this one he's uh, you know a big strong he's a big Tom he's a big boy they call them Tom's and I explained it in the book for children. And he sings through the street. He was walking all over the streets of my town, you know, like he owned it. He is the, you know, the biggest mush and the biggest wimp. And when someone comes over, he wants to run and hide. But yeah. he was a big tough guy outside. So hmm. he sings the song about, you know, walking and how strong he is. And I'm going to be publishing the song with the music. They can play the music. It's got musical notes. They can play it on the piano. It's so and, smart. That is so yes. smart. I love it. And, that is and so. Yeah, just an example of the real pictures, you know, real pictures, the true stories of what actually did happen to them through mm -hmm. their point of view and how, you know, how they were outside and how they found a new home and then found out there was other cats <laughs> in the new uh, home. I have to. Uh, sorry, ahead, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, you know what I'm hearing though, and, and Vivian's checking in too, because I think we're, you know, great minds think alike. You know, Vivian saying, how cute is that? Like cartoon music, Tommy, I, you're right on. And I'm what I'm seeing here, especially in a world where things are really the level field is the, or the playing field is so leveled. I'm seeing this turn into some sort of series, like a cartoon series or some kind of video series, like where even even if you remember the movie. Valley. I already thought of it, but I don't know anyone to produce. All it. right, so we're going to talk about it. We know some people. And, and if I don't know people, then listen, you're listening on somewhere on the other side of this planet, and you might know somebody that can hook up with us on this. But here's the thing. Milo and Otis. Do you guys remember a movie called Milo and Otis? My, yeah. bro my brother and his best friend loved this movie. And it was a dog and a cat. And it was a real dog and a cat going across the country. But they had voices. Yes. They had they would talk to each other, but obviously their mouth wasn't moving. It wasn't animated. It was a real, and they would get into these little hijinks and capers and whatnot. But yeah. like I'm, so I'm seeing, and we'll have to shout out to Milo and Otis, wherever you guys might be. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if there's a real Milo and Otis. I don't think it was a, a biopic story. I think it was a real. Um, yeah. I think it was a, a made up thing. But the thing about it is, like I see Freddie. Like, I want to read the book, and I certainly want my children to read the book. And I'm thinking I do a lot of work in the special needs community with the nonprofits I partner with, Stacey. So there's mm -hmm. definitely, you know, I want to pick up a bunch of those books and get them into the hands of the nonprofits that we work with. We'll have to talk about that because I would want to buy them and donate them. So that, but then the other thing is, um, what about a little, like a, a, I don't know, a vignette, like a seven minute video of Sammy's tale, right? What do you guys think? I love it. Sure. I, I yeah. keep the ideas flowing because again, you know, Stacy, this is this is how we function. This is how our brains work. We love to try to connect people and give them ideas or or introductions that can really help them get to another level. And it's rewarding for all, but it's the right thing to do. I mean, I remember when my dad brought me to North Shore Science Museum of Long Island in Plandome, New York. And I volunteered there at a pretty young age. I was like eight, you know, however old you are in like second and third grade. And I learned at that science museum a lot about animals and I learned how to care for specific types of animals. And what you're doing is, I mean, if that was around when I was a kid, I, I would have absorbed that like a sponge and I would have loved it. And I still, love, I love it now, yeah. but you know, it is amazing what you're doing to, to, get that message into young minds early, it is going to be a game changer. 
So I thank yeah. you. For all Even the that. teachers say they learned something. They didn't know my cat could sit like a dog and give kisses. People, I'm a dog person. I'm a cat person. We're all <laughs> animal lovers, aren't we? I, yeah. I mean, what? And until you have a cat, you have no idea what they can do. Yeah. And they don't. And you don't have to go out in the cold to walk them. Daisy, I'm allergic. I'm so, I'm so upset. I'm so upset. I really. I, we have to figure out, Val, like where I can go find out if there are cats that I might not be allergic. Well, ask Stacy. She's allergic. Yeah, I'm I'm on allergy shots and allergy pills every day, and I have HEPA filters everywhere. And my cats have allergies too, so it helps us all. <laughs> and and they said don't get two cats. I said okay. Now I've got four. <laughs> so you don't can get live two with cats. Get four hundred. <laughs> in in wait a minute. There's in Switzerland. They're developing a vaccine for cats that will cut out the allergen. There are some foods that are giving they're giving to cats that they say can do it. But you know, it's um, I'm allergic to dogs too, but not as badly as the as a cat. So. Some dogs get me also. Some dogs get me. Yeah, I, yeah, it's funny. It's like it happened later in life. We could talk more some other time. But it's just the allergy thing like happened as I got older. I, yeah. I want to. We got to draw this show to a close because we're running out of time or we're out of time. Stacy, yeah, how, how do people get in touch with you? I shared the Instagram. I shared Facebook while we were yeah. doing the show. But give Sam, it. Sammy's tail at gmail.com to email me S A M M I E S T A I L at gmail.com as well as they can go to the website and contact me there too. And there's of course I'm on Facebook. Um, there's a, you know, all of the social media as well. All right. So listen, this has been a special show. They're on time today. Sorry, I got to go. My That's my ride, everybody. That's the Long Island Railroad. I must be going soon. All right. So look, I have to make, a, first of all, a quick shout out to our friend and producer here, Dylan, who is like, he looked and Googled the adventures of Milo and Otis, which I've now shared for you all on Facebook. So you can check it out. So, oh. Oh, by the way, yes, one more thing. Books are on Amazon, and if you put my name in Amazon, all three come up. Okay. Just so you know, I forgot. They, either, they can either put Stacy S T A S I E Fishman or Sammy's Tail, and they'll, the series will come up that way, right? They should. Uh, you might have to look for Freddie. He sometimes gonna, comes at the bottom. <laughs> you're going to share it on all our social media. People are going to get in touch with you. Um, you know, I'm sure that Stacy would be happy to sell you multiple copies of the books in case you want to teach children yeah. in case you have a school shout out to my friends at the book fairies there might be something here at book fairies out yeah. and Eileen and Amy's as Eileen Minogue who's the ED and, and it's summer it's a great time to do outside events birthday parties you know girl scouts um I'm talking to some of them to do some more events they thought it was a great idea for the girls anyway we no, it's all good we got to leave it there we'll have you back the last thing i'll say is my friend uh tammy severino is the uh she's the ceo of girl scouts of suffolk county so you and i need to talk about that that was a fib that's not the last thing i'll say this is it the greatness of a nation and its moral progress can be judged by the way its animals are treated stay in touch with your pals valerie thank you stacy thank you make it a great day Thank, Thank you so much. Amen. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Five. 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 Oh. Bye, everybody. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy. And I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you on edge? Hey, we live in challenging, edgy times, so let's lean in. I'm Sandra Bargeman, the host of The Edge of Every Day, which airs each Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live with me and my friends and colleagues as we share stories and perspectives about pushing boundaries and exploring our rough edges. That's The Edge of Every Day on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. 
uninformed about menopause and how it impacts on your life? Hi, I'm Pat Duckworth, women's health strategist and host of the Hot Women Rock radio show, empowering women leaders at menopause. Join me every Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. UK Time on talkradio.nyc for interviews with inspirational women who will share their top tips to rock your world. In a post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us. Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. 